Nikuda Behechala series for volume 19, Sicha Shoiftim 4, titled Bearing Testimony. The verse in our Pasha states, By the mouth of two witnesses shall the matter be established. From a legal point of view, legally, there are two categories of witnesses. One, witnesses of confirmation, in which the witness do nothing but confirm that the action took place. For example, if Ruvain gives Shimon a loan, Shimon owes Ruvain whether there are witnesses or not. The loan was not established by the witnesses, but later confirmed and ratified in court by the witnesses. Hence, the witnesses become witnesses in court by the court and hence need to be examined by the court. The second category is called witnesses of establishing, in which the witnesses and not the action of the parties involved create what is happening. For example, concerning a marriage, the law is, I quote to you from Maimonides, when a man consecrates a woman in the presence of a single witness, not kosher witnesses, his kiddushin marriage are of no consequence. This applies even when both the man and the woman acknowledge that the kiddushin were given, end quote. Hence, the witnesses become witnesses at the time of the event. And therefore, the court doesn't need to establish them as witnesses through examining them, for they are already established witnesses. Another legal difference between the two categories of witnesses, besides whether they need to be examined or not, is the law as taught in Tractic Nidorim. And I quote, Within the time required for speaking, the short phrase, Greeting to you, my teacher. Until that time has passed, his action is seen as incomplete and can therefore still be modified. And the law is, the legal status of a pause or retraction within the time required for speaking a short phrase is like that of continuous speech. And so a person can retract what he first said if he issues the retraction within the period of time after he finished speaking. This principle holds true in almost every area of law except for the case of, and one of the cases that the Talmud lists here, one who betrays a woman. End quote from the Talmud. The reason being that by all other cases, the parties establish the action and hence they can modify it within this time frame. However, by marriage, the witnesses of establishing establish the action and hence, once done, the parties involved cannot modify. This is legally. Now, from the mystical point of view, mystically, an introduction. Rabbi Shneir Zalman of Leadi, the Alter Rebbe, explains that witnesses apply only, quote, on that which is hidden and concealed from the eyes of all, end quote. However, not on that which is revealed. And even that which is presently hidden, but is, quote, a thing which is made to eventually be revealed, end quote, doesn't need, quote unquote, 
absolute witnesses. Spiritually, this means, one, that which is revealed refers to the finite linear permeating light, which clothes itself within and is the tangible life force of all creations. For this, we do not need witnesses, for our mind can palatably understand it. Two, that which is made to be revealed refers to the infinite circular encompassing light, elusive light, which even though our mind cannot grasp it, nevertheless, our mind understands that if there is the finite light which vivifies us, there must be the infinite light above and beyond this. For God is not ultimately only about being the life force of creations. Hence, here too, we don't need witnesses. Three, that which is hidden and concealed from the eyes of all refers to the essence of God, which is beyond infinite and finite light, and hence needs witnesses. And here we have the two categories as wit of witnesses that we mentioned, the confirmation and the establishing, as our sages in the Holy Zohar give two opinions on the verse in Isaiah, quote, you are my witnesses, says the Lord, end quote from Isaiah. Quote from the Zohar, one, these are Israel, and two, these are heaven and earth, in which we will say, one, Israel are the witnesses of establishing, and two, heaven and earth are witnesses of confirmation. Heaven and earth confirm that God is their creator by having within them the fingerprint of God, eternalism. In heaven, each creation remains, the actual sun, moon, and stars from the six days of creation, while on earth, the species exist. This is not something that heaven and earth create or establish on their own from below. Rather, it is something created within them only by God from above. And their opening being this way confirms and reveals that the world was created, is vivified, and that the essence of God exists within them. The sages teach on the verse in Psalms, The earth feared and was silent. That's the verse. The sages teach that, I quote, At first, before the Jews received the Torah at Mount Sinai, it was afraid. And in the end, after the Jews received the Torah, it was silent. The reason being that, which Rashi quotes to us in the opening of the Torah, the world was created for the Torah and for Israel. Hence, the true existence of the world in which it is one with God through Israel performing with it the Torah and mitzvot was not until Israel accepted the Torah. Only then was the world silent and no longer afraid. However, the question begs to be asked, God, whose intentions and actions are one, created the world with this oneness from the very beginning. Hence, why the fear? However, I'll buy that to God, the above, the intention is one and revealed within the action, and God placed this within creation. Nevertheless, from the below's perception, 
this intention of oneness is not actual until the below itself, creation itself, brings this actually about. Hence, Israel are truly witnesses of establishing in which they create the oneness of the world being the dwelling place of the essence of God by actually doing it so of the below, by the below, for the below. And now let's talk about this in the realm of our service to God. To serve God only within that which one's mind can perceive and appreciate, which is the quote-unquote that which is revealed, is not to be a true witness for God. Even to serve God with a self-sacrifice that one's mind understands that this is something we must sacrifice ourselves for, this is the category of quote-unquote that which is meant to eventually be revealed, is not bearing testimony for God. However, when one sacrifices himself, meaning his will, for God, beyond any calculations, this is a true service of, quote-unquote from Isaiah, you are my witnesses. Additionally, true testimony is when one realizes that the world is but the oneness of Israel performing Torah and mitzvot and of being the dwelling place for the essence of God. Hence, he does not allow the world to seem as an obstacle to his service to God, even when calculations beg to differ.